the I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Recorded live. You ready for me to go live here? Yeah, I am. I mean, we can delete this after. Okay. We'll delete oh, okay. After. All right. Just, just tell me when to start talking. I might go in a little early. Okay, go down. Welcome to the John and Paul Show on Monday, the 5 at 11. As we do all, at all Mondays, John Todak, Paul Furlan here with you live from Faulkner University here at the Cloverdale Center for Youth and Family Ministry and here in Montgomery, Alabama, brought to you by adventuresinministry.com, where you find all the resources all in the app, which now is quickly, rapidly approaching 30,000 downloads, which is makes for a pretty good day. That's crazy. Yeah. We are reaching out across the world. This isn't a, this isn't a nationwide thing. This is a global thing. We've just gone global, John. We are gone global? Is that like globalization? Yeah. Hey, we can get into politics. With we're, we're, no, we're like the heat warming thing. Ah, well, we are glad that everybody's joining us today. Paul, you sound so excited. You know, when you did that introduction just now, you were just like, Hello, yes, I'm here. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, we are so glad that you are joining us today uh, for our 5 at 11, this day of uh, May 15th. Can you believe it's already May 15th, Paul? May 1-5. That's crazy. It is incredible. That That's really, really nuts. That Time's flying. It's crazy time. You know. A lot of things going on. A lot of things going on in the world. A lot of things going on in your world. Uh, Busy weekend? Or did you finally actually get a weekend kind of decently off? I mean, we had Airywide last night, which was really awesome. It was really awesome over at the president's house. Yeah. He's got a little bit of Ponderosa out there. I'm drinking my coffee. He's got his coffee going on. What is John drinking today? Actually, instead of what Paul has done. Do you want your water, Paul? Thank you. There there you go. I'm drinking this crazy drink called... H2O. <laughs> Everybody, Paul is, is back in the normal world today, and he's no longer uh, um, suffering. No stones for me. No no kidney stones for Paul today. So, so that is stone. good. That is good news to go with. But this is our 5 and 11, where we talk about the five top things that are going on in the in our world or in the world and ministry world and different things like this. And, and Paul, um, you know, different weeks, there's sometimes uh, nothing really going on in the news, and some things are more with ministry, and some, some things are, are more with life. Uh, this has been a busy week for news-wise um, in, in our country. Definitely is. A lot going on. Uh, every, I would say every other day, but it's every day. Every day is something. Is some it? country is asserting themselves. Uh, you know, you fly your, your jet fighter 20 feet away from our carrier, We'll shoot a missile towards yours. I mean, my goodness. But hey, it's just exercises. Well, number five, Paul. Um, <laughs> no big deal. Um, 
I guess number five, though, is on our top five is North Korea is still in the news. Um, North Korea has test-fired a missile. You know, they've been trying to test-fire missiles here for a few weeks, and um, nothing really happened. They kind of blew up like two seconds after it left the launch pad. Um, but this one this one made, has, has turned some heads on this one. Um, Fireworks. It, it uh, lasted in the air. I think they said it was in the air for 30 minutes, which means it, it made some uh, – uh, traveled some good distance, and it landed within 60 miles of Russia. It made some noise. And it made some noise now. So it's not just um, the United States that are dealing with it or Japan, our friends dealing with it. It's also um, now Russia and China, of course, has been kind of paying attention to some things. But uh, all the experts are saying now this missile can hit the United States. Yeah, something that we should be leery of. Yeah, and they are. There's just just no. No one's sitting on their laurels. Uh, what do you think? Do you think we this this calms down, or does it think, or do you think it escalates? I hope it calms down. I think um, everyone is extremely vocal about what they're doing. When in history, when in history do do the president and ambassador of other countries start to tell everyone about their exercises? But now they're very vocal about what they're doing, mm-hmm. and that's, that, that, does, that makes me a little nervous. But now we're talking about it. Before, it's not a big deal because there was no reason for it to be a big deal. Right. But now, now everyone's talking about what they're doing, and so it's, it's kind of like they're, they're preparing everyone for the coming. What I, just, um, what I think that sometimes we're worried about is I think we're weary right now of war. Mm-hmm. We've been doing it now since 9-11, right. um, and some – shape or form and i think uh the, the one thing that concerns me is as as a people i think we're we're you know we're tired of seeing soldiers come home or we're tired of seeing even people on the other side civilians or uh, you know i was watching something the other day because um, they released a video of the chemical attack that that uh, uh president assad over at uh in syria did mm-hmm. to his own people and i was like man my goodness this is just like Crazy. It's always something. It's crazy stuff. And so uh, I think we're tired of seeing it, but I'm afraid for us, for it to end, it's going to require us being involved. Yeah. And like I said, everyone's swapping licks when it comes to what they say and what they do. And they're getting just close enough to see who's going to actually, mm-hmm. someone is going to tip their hand eventually. And um, I don't know. Well, I will say, I mean, we can argue, and we'll talk about Trump here in a minute. Well, the uh, crazy thing is everybody thinks they're ready for it. Everybody, that, that's what's a little scary is these other countries, we're talking about North Korea and, and Soviet Union and Russia, whatever you want to call it, uh, this day and, and time, because it changes every other year, um, is the fact, that, <laughs> it's the fact that they don't mind talking about it, and that's what makes it, makes it uncomfortable. There's definitely a resurgence in everybody, confidence. Everybody thinks they have it. They do. They got this. And so so they don't all have it. I'm telling you right now, they don't. I, I'll so. just say this. I mean, we live, we're broadcasting live from Montgomery, Alabama, and I'm kind of glad we're sitting where we're sitting right now. <laughs> well. And I'm not on the coast. Really? Because, you know, with the, all the military. Right. But I'm not worried about North Korea firing a missile to land in Montgomery, Alabama. If you look at If you look at the country, though. Oh, uh, well, Huntsville, yeah. Huntsville, mm-hmm. with all the military institutions. Redstone up there. Redstone. Yep. Oh my goodness, 
I think if you look at the state of Alabama, there's two spots, and we're one of them. And we're one of them. Oh, yeah, we got the war college. it's here. Alabama. Who cares? Right, real tight. Well, yeah, um, it is what it is. There's Washington. There's New York City. There's Atlanta. They would like that. Um, no. You know, man, we can't mess with Atlanta. They I'm just built a new stadium. They got I-85 actually working. <laughs> <laughs> they built that sucker back in like a month. Why did they even build that stadium? I mean, do we want to showcase how terrible a team can possibly be? And I, I'm speaking as a Braves fan. I'm so frustrated. I and we went through the 80s, John. This is terrible. Put on the powder blue. I'm just saying. <laughs> this this show just went sideways. Bring back Dale Murphy. I'm just telling you. Well, if that would be the case. Oh, I'd love Dale Murphy. I bet he could get the ball. <sighs> he could get the ball. Well, that, that's going to be another topic for another day here. Sorry. Talk about that. Bad. Let's get back on topic. Uh, no, but you mentioned Paul's firing everybody. <laughs> no, that's number three. We're still going to third way. Uh, our fourth thing oh. here, Paul, that we have. You sure you were talking about Trump? We'll talk about Trump number three. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, um, and we kind of got a little topic here that we're going to actually discuss. We're glad we got a lot of people joining us uh, today. Um, you mentioned Washington a second ago, Paul, and we're going to have a guest come and join us here in a second. Our very own great friend, Dennis Washington. Um, and uh, uh, we're going to bring him on in. Are you going to bring him in? Oh, yeah. oh Keith Lock is calling. <laughs> Sorry, Keith, you got declined on the show. I will call you in just a minute. <laughs> Don't talk about it. We'll be with you in just a moment. Um, where is he at? There he is. He's up there. He's up there. Let's do this. Maybe it'll work today. Things are running a little slow today, I guess, with school being up. Oh, there we go. Dennis, are you with us today? I am. What's up, fellas? Uh, how are you doing today? Man, I'm great. How are you guys doing? I'm just real excited because this is Paul's favorite segment. Oh, I've ever done. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Of course it is. Nah, but what what we wanted to do here, guys, for the people who are watching this now, um, uh, you know, Dennis, uh, you and I got something going on this week uh, coming up that uh, we're kind of excited about uh, a little bit, and, and Paul just absolutely loves when I talk about it. <laughs> I have no trouble with you proud, proud dad. So don't, don't go ahead. Uh, it's awesome. It is all no. John and I both have daughters playing uh, softball this uh, coming Friday and Saturday in the uh, Alabama High School Athletic Association Softball State Championships. Uh, uh, ACA and Springville are one of several teams that have advanced to the regionals and will be playing for a state title this weekend. So we're fired up about that. I know, and trust me, when when if both of us win it on next Monday. Paul may hate that segment too. <laughs> what do you mean, yes, John? Are, are, are you that uh, are you that doubtful about your team's no, chances I, of winning? No, I'm trying to be politically correct. Uh, and okay, you're supposed to be you. like, if you know, there's always a possibility <laughs> you can lose or whatever. But no, um, no, no. We, yeah, we are proud. Dennis will be down in here. Uh, if you're in the Montgomery area, it kicks off. Uh, I think the technical tournament kicks off Wednesday Lagoon. at Lagoon, Lagoon Park at Lagoon. Kicks off Wednesday. I think 7A starts Wednesday, and then I know 4 and 5A, we're Friday, Saturday. Is it a 1030 um, for pitch? Dennis plays uh, Springville. Yeah. Yeah, Springville's, yeah, Springville's first pitch is at 9. Uh, I know on 4A, Friday. you guys kick off yeah, on Friday, and then uh, the, the 4A we team kick off, right kick off at 1030, yeah, right after that. Yep. Yeah, right after y'all. So, it's so if you're in Montgomery and you want to see both D-Wash and J.P., <laughs> That's right. Lagoon Park is the place to be. But we get to cheer for each other this That's this right. year. We can we can That's cheer right. for each other as sure. we're going. But um, Dennis, one thing I thought about bringing you in and talking about all this, you know, not only to to agonize Paul over here, 
Um, oh <laughs> I don't get my time. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, actually, to have a, maybe a discussion here, you know, um, you're very active in the church up there at, at Deerfoot, and uh, you're on our board with Exposure, and uh, you have kids involved Woo! in church things, church activities, and school activities, and sometimes that gets a little bit of, uh, can be difficult trying to balance all of that out, um, yes. and kind of wanted to get your thoughts on that a little bit. Well, it, and it's true. Um, it, we certainly live in a society now that is uh, very driven, very busy. Uh, I think that's the default answer of any parent now, and really kids too, that we're just busy all the time, and we are. But, uh, you know, from a, a bigger picture point of view, I think one of the biggest things that, that I've learned over the last several years with this process of trying to balance those busy schedules is having that priority list. And it really, you, you have to start this process before you become busy with your children is to determine as a family what is our priority. If, mm-hmm. you know, if, two, if, if two things on the schedule collide, which one takes priority? And, and that decision almost needs to be made before the, uh, the, the, the two schedules could potentially collide. You don't want to wait until, it's kind of like, you know, I'm a meteorologist and I tell people, you know, you need to know where you're going to go in a safe place before a tornado ever happens. You don't need to wait until someone's on TV and, and says there's a tornado coming to figure out where your safe place is. The same goes true with your schedules. You need to decide, okay, if these two things happen at the same time, if that ever happens in the future, we're going to do A. Uh, a will always take priority over B. And once you do that, then you reduce the stress of having to figure out, having to balance things because you've made that priority list in advance. Paul, uh, I wanted to get Paul to jump in here a little bit here. You, you're, for, you're coming from the side of, of the youth minister that's involved, and you have kids, and, and I mean, you have, you have so many kids that uh, are participating in different things, whether it's sports, whether it's band, the chorus, um, everything that is possibly can think Rodeo. Of. Rodeo, that is true. I forgot you do got a radio people. Anna Kate's in there. Uh, from a youth minister perspective, how how do you handle that and balance that out? Because of course you want your kids to go on everything that you plan, but we do know that that's you know that's not reality and things. But um, you know, how does a youth minister respond to this? What choice does he have? I mean, <laughs> let's go with a guy whose whose hands are tied. And and, uh, and I attend the events that I'm asked to attend. Oh sure. Uh, there's so many kids. So many things, and there's times I'll even say, "Give me a schedule, and I'd like to come watch." And we do, we we do that, we do that occasionally. But um, uh, we can only attend the stuff that we're invited to because there, there are so many, and and we get to do that. Sometimes we'll make a youth event out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, ACA, PCA had the had the um yeah the pink out uh, baseball game uh what two three weeks ago, and that was a great thing. And a lot of our our folks were out there, and so so if we're known about it, we go to them. But when it comes to the kids, I mean, we have a plan too. You know, but my, my my deal is, and you and I talk about this, mm-hmm. you know, this, um, for me, it's church attendance first. It's mm-hmm. priorities of, of that. And um, as much as I hate to admit it, you know, exposure, AIMCON, even CYC and other things, these are extracurricular spiritual activities. Um, just like softball is an extracurricular physical activity. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's an opportunity to do things. So it is about priorities. It is about what you... You can do it and would do it. Of course, let's say this: those those events I mentioned are no events that that, that y'all have missed. 
Right. You know, but, but it's the other things. It's the, it's the other little things that, you know, you can't, like you said, you can't go to everything. I will say this. I've stopped doing retreats in the fall uh, because we're in a situation where everyone's either playing football, they're in the band, or they go and support their high school, which I understand. I get it. Um, I can still have that retreat. We're doing it Memorial Day weekend. Well, that's not a really great time to do it, but anyway, we're doing it Memorial Day weekend. Um, and we're actually getting more people to go then than any time in the fall. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think, mm-hmm. I think as a youth minister, sometimes we, we don't like to adjust because we like the way things have been going. But once your summer goes, we mentioned this last week, from three months to two, suddenly we have to adjust. We have to learn to adjust the schedule. So we, we adjust our schedule. We get the program in. We just have to put it, you know, strategically where we can find out when kids, kids happen. We have Bible studies on, on Monday nights. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I, I have to find out what Monday night's best for the kids or what night of the week is best. And I've changed it. It's been Thursday night. Yeah. It's been Tuesday night. And I will change it to when can we get the most kids there. And, um, and, and sometimes if it's just me and one kid, there's been an event. It's me and one kid. We're going to go. You know, you got to make priority for those that are there that can be there and not chastise those that can, especially if it's Tuesday. I mean, give me a break. Mm-hmm. So, so I get that. I understand that. Um, but at the same time, it doesn't change the fact that uh, a youth minister wishes he had 100% all the time, but that's just not, not realistic in any, any case. Mm-hmm. So, so I get it. We just got to make some adjustments. Dennis, what, what advice would you give as a, as a parent? And like I said, you're involved. You're involved. You're hugely – hugely. That's not a good word. That's not a word. <laughs> yeah, that's not It'll a good word. It'll work. But, but you, are, you, you are way involved at Deerfoot. You're way involved with other activities like exposure, and you go to these youth rallies and you help. Um, you were down at Gulf, and you, you helped did all, all of the video and things there. You're out at SOAR. So, so you're just as busy with some of those things as we are. What, what advice would you give from a parent's perspective to a youth minister of a kid who is very active, like in sports or band, of course, and things like that? Mm. Well, what, what would you want a youth minister to know? Yeah, let, let, hold on. Let's not. Yeah. I guess uh, like we're you, so this is what you should do. No, that's not what I think it's more like, I know, but what John's trying to communicate is, is the very, that very thing, yeah. is what is the communication we need to share? Because let's right. face it, we're all on the same team. We're yeah, all going no, to Right. And, yeah. And there's a You're right. way to get there. What can we do to get everybody involved right. with everything? You know? Well, there is a yeah. way to have a win-win. I, you know, I think the, the biggest the biggest advantage here or the biggest piece of advice I would say is communicate early and often. Um, don't wait to the last minute to plan things, but, but get that calendar out as soon as possible and talk openly with the parents and with the youth group about it and be real honest, you know, in, in that communication and say, look, I understand you're, you know, you parents, I understand you, you kids have got plans. Let me know. Let's talk now. Will this work? Will this not? Even getting them actively involved in the in the planning process and not just saying this is when it's going to be and this is how it's going to be. Uh, I know it's difficult when you start getting a lot of people involved in that process, uh, but it does, I think there's a sense of ownership and some buy-in that people elevate things on the priority list if they've had some involvement in its planning. Uh, both from parents and from the the youth group. So in that regard, I would say just that communication, that that communicating early and often about plans, about dreams for the youth group, about goals, where we want to be, what we want to do, and not just of, you know, here's a list of things on the calendar that we're going to do. Um, that, That helps, I think, the parents and the youth make 
those events more of a priority or elevate them on the priority list, you know, when those schedules collide between school events and that sort of thing. Well, that's good. That's great. And I think the youth minister needs to pick and choose what's important and what's not. Um, and, and don't just plan things for the sake of planning them. You know, right. um, like I said, make them something that, that you focus on. So, so yeah, well, you, when you have something, and I'm just going to say this, and, and I, I don't follow this category, but some guys literally feel like even through school year, something's got to happen every night of the week. Uh, right. You will be disappointed. You will. Yeah. That's you'll you will. And I you'll, agree. Be, you'll be disappointed. <laughs> you know, and, and to, well, and to follow up on that, I, I, and this is something I've learned with business and with a lot of other things, there, there is, if you don't learn how to say no to some things, you're never going to be good at the things you say yes to. Uh, if Very you say yes to too many things, it, it, you, you dilute yourself and you never do anything well. So learning the ability to say no, and this, this again goes back to, to setting that priority list in advance. If you've got mm -hmm. the priority list set and you know that A trumps B, well, when, B come, when something on B's schedule comes up, and A already trumps it, then you can already easily say no because we as a family have already decided that A trumps B. And well, so, I, you know, I just think that's important. Well, that's a great point. And, um, and I will say this, uh, a wise, and I hope youth ministers are, are listening and watching or watch this later and really take to heart what you're saying and what's being said. That is the fact that a wise man, a wise youth minister once told me, Paul, it's great to have three things you do awesome than six things you do okay. Yes, and I think that, that's that. that's different for everybody. So, so no doubt, and it and it's not just for youth ministers. I think that's important for 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 adults in their in their their lives, their personal lives, their business lives. Uh, I've certainly learned that skill with running a business. It, it, you need you're right. You need to do one or two or three things extremely well than trying to do five or ten or fifteen things. Because if you do that many and stretch yourself, you're not going to do any of them very well at all. Well, I think I think you're right, and and that's where that's why I kind of wanted to do this segment uh, today about it because you know, um, especially the last few weeks, Dennis. I mean, you know, you and I we kept, you know, I kept <laughs> seeing what Springville's been doing, and you were kept seeing yep. what ACA was doing, and and you know, and Paul will tell you because you know every time he calls me, where are you at? really ramped up this time of the year and so i guess i kind of wanted yep. to do the second here is, uh, you know there's a lot of people who have parents that want their kids involved in extracurricular activities with their schools but also of course don't want to miss out on the the youth things that the church has right. planned and and trying to balance that out it's getting tougher and tougher with summer athletics uh, that the high schools are doing uh band mm -hmm. camps things and then then the church has camps and retreats and service weeks and things yeah. like that. And it's just well, trying me, to balance it all out. Oh, you're right. And, and let me add this too. This is important as well. When you've set that priority list as a family or even in your own personal or business life, whatever, that's not set in stone forever. It doesn't mean right. that you can't come back six months or a year or two years from now and, and change your priority list because it can. I do think there's importance in commitment. So like I tell, you know, my kids, I'm like, if you've committed to play softball for this upcoming season, you need to see it through. Now, when the season's over, if you want to reevaluate the priority list and, and decide mm -hmm. whether or not you want to do that next season, that's 
that's a discussion for them. We're not going to discuss it on the day that the season ends because everybody, you know, it's like I always heard about, you know, summer camp, church camp, you know, that it, nobody wants to go to camp next year at the end of camp because everybody's exhausted, <laughs> frustrated, you know. That's true, Paul. you got to you got to get it. It's like the exposure, you know. The last thing, please. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you know, exposure at the end of exposure. Oh, when, at, by the time we're all done with exposure, you know, John's fed up and doesn't want to ever do it again. And then you give him a, a month or so, and he's good. So, but uh, but no, I I just I think you know understanding that priorities can be changed down the road. That once you set something in stone, it's not there forever. Um, you know, as far as trying to balance that that family life like that, it's a, that's an important footnote. Well, I think so. And, and Dennis, we we are so glad that you joined us today. And and I mean, I can't wait for you to uh, to um, uh, be down here this week. You said you're coming in on uh, Friday or Thursday. You said Was yeah, it? yeah. We'll drive down Thursday evening. Uh, oh. My my parents still live down there, so we're gonna uh, be in the and my wife and my other daughter are gonna spend the night at their house and then be over at the at Lagoon Park first thing Friday morning kick off the softball tournament bright and early <laughs> oh, Friday yeah. morning oh yeah <laughs> yep sunrise 30 we'll be there I'm not gonna lie I think they're turning loose ACA so everybody can be out there <laughs> and, and, and so if you, if you see half the school show up don't don't freak out when you see all that's that awesome come up I love it hey I love seeing the kids in the stands like that it, it does wonders for the team and you know, as we've seen with, you know, softball and, and softball in general, I think it's just become, this is, I know, a side conversation, but softball in general has become such more popular in the last, I mean, you look at every, all 13 SEC schools that have softball programs, all 13 yep. of the SEC softball programs are in the NCAA tournament for the first time ever. Uh, yeah. And, and, and ESPN has also announced there are covering every regional softball game uh, coming starting up this week. It just shows the popularity of the sport, and uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's impressive to watch. Uh, you know, I, I I love the action. I've always been a baseball guy, but softball sure is a lot of fun to watch too. Man, absolutely. And so, hey, we'll have to get hooked up while we're down here. We'll do it. Let's do it. All right, my brother. Thank you, D. Wise, for joining us. Hey, thanks, guys. Hey, Appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. I think the real key to all this, to end on a serious note, is if you, you want to spend time with D. Wash and Podon, have a youth event and make them both do something at it. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dennis, I'm going to try to get Paul to have a youth event planned around uh, Friday, Saturday, kind of a retreat at Lagoon, so he so he can bring the youth group over to cheer for both of our teams. I, hey, man. We'll just hey, we'll we'll, we'll take the trailer down and set up exposure, and we'll just run exposure at Lagoon Park on Friday and Saturday. Right, How about right. that? Dale just joined us not too long ago, so Dale just make his plan to be down here in, in Montgomery this weekend. There you go. John can John can lead singing, you know, with his you know his allergies all and and fully inflamed, it'll be great. We'll have a shot just ready to go. Oh, uh, it'll be fun, my brother. Great talk to you. See, see you Friday morning. Thanks, guys. All right, guys. See ya. That is Dennis Washington live live from Birmingham. We are so glad that he joined us on uh, the JMP show this line. morning. Yeah, that was awesome. Yep, it should be fun this weekend coming on down with mm-hmm. the state championship starting. And so yeah. Dennis will be down here and. And uh, there is another one of our, our brotherhood schools that is here that will be here is uh, Mar Hill Mars Hill by Mars Hill will be down good so they'll be playing so awesome. come and go check that out town so that was a good thing we may uh, put put that podcast out we may have to say that podcast now and and kind of maybe put out pieces of that from yeah. the, from uh, Dennis and some of that good talk about how do you well, parent kids that are so active right 
that, that's, that's a good, good conversation. That turned into something good. Yeah. Number three, Paul, on our top five. <laughs> See, I told you it turned out good. Yeah, you did good job. Number three, uh, uh, let's get back to our top five. Why are you being you're so mean to me? Oh, <laughs> you don't know how much that that Paul struggled with that. No, it was fine. John <laughs> give anything to bring that into this. Yes, I did. We need to enjoy the next next week. Yeah, because we look, after Sunday, I'm dead. I'm giving you. I'm not, I promise you. I give you. Oh, I'm you're so late. Late. Um, number three, Paul. Um, back in the world. Oh, sorry, everybody. Good night. And there's still there's still. Um, Rumors that he is going to shake up his He's inner circle. Done. He's not done. I mean, you're talking about four major people maybe getting gone. Man, he fired the director of FBI last week. Did you know how the FBI guy found it out? Tell me. He was sitting there talking to some of the some of the uh, FBI people out in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and then it showed up on TV. Yeah. Trump fires Comey. Like, could you imagine that? Hey guys, we're glad that you're here. Glad that you were. Never mind. I'm yeah. out. Peace. Yeah, here <laughs> Peace, brother. I'm gone. <laughs> With all of that, um, <clears throat> leads me to ask this question. Um, now, you and I have tried to be supporters of what the president's doing and, and trying to do some things. and, and We are supporters of the, U- of the, of the U.S. of A. Um, may not always agree with everything, but you know we try to mm-hmm. support. Is the Trump White House a dumpster fire? Well, John, I'm sorry, but I have to, I have to go back and um, remind you of something else you said, too. Okay. Uh, is... Alabama football in, in demise. So, so some of these things that you bring up don't don't always come to fruition. But no, 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 look, we're, we're, we're a, no, 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 no. We're a talk show, Paul. <laughs> we're a talk show. We, that's what part of we're doing. We are, Why are we we're, talking about the demise of the Gators or the demise? Because we've already known about that. Jim Tebow left eight years ago. Or, hey, he may get promoted. So look, fine, we'll talk about Tebow. He's going to get promoted by the yeah. New York Mets. So I'm, I'm proud of that. They're going to move up to the next they did level of A. They did need a new ball boy. But but is it? I mean, is it? I mean. Oh, you're right. Let me let me ask you because he doesn't know what he's doing. I mean, he's trying. He's not a politician. He doesn't know how to work it. I mean, here's my thing. I've got to say, just because you can run business doesn't mean you can run the nation. I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? Is there is there any? He's our president. But come on. Is there any time when you sit there and you just turn on the TV and you just want to cringe like? Uh, what's going to be on today? Oh, or Twitter? Or Twitter? <laughs> I mean, it's never stopping. Even his daughter gets on him about it. Dad, quit. We love you, Mr. President. But she even said, I wish he would give it to me so I can handle it for him. I bet she could do a better job. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, he is our president. I get it. Okay? And I respect the office of the president. And he has done some good things. I, I, I take nothing away from things he's trying to do. And, and to be honest, there's a lot of folks in this nation that's not giving him a chance. But when you look at the people inside that building, we need to. We, you need to make sure that you do your homework when you do your hiring and when you do your firing. And um, so that's the case. You just say, stop. "Paul, stop it," and I would. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> Hi. How can I help you today? As a McDonald's employee, you say those words quite often. But how about when you need help, like consulting a doctor? Hi. How can I help you today? When you work for a McDonald's restaurant, we take care of you like family with free virtual doctor's visits, including getting prescriptions and refills for you and everyone in your family. Apply today at careers.mcdonalds.com and find out more. The benefits described herein are only available at participating restaurants.